In his second letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes these words, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the word. Be urgent, in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, and exhort. Be unfailing in patience and in teaching. This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Good day. It's Father Tom and Anthony from Miami, Florida. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Oh! I'm reading God's telephone number. I remember being hearing this a thousand years ago. God's telephone number, Jeremiah 33, 3. Call to me and I will answer you. I will tell you great and hidden things which you have not known. Call to me, Lord Jesus, Son of God. We call to you, and we know you will answer us. We need you, Lord. We are in desperate need of God Almighty. We need you on the earth, O Lord. We need you in the church, O Lord. I will tell you great and hidden things. I will give you my Holy Spirit. I will give you my Holy Spirit. The Spirit of God is with you, but he will be in you. And we hear that in John 20, when he breathes on them and says, Receive ye the Holy Spirit, who sends you, who you whole shall be held, who sends you forgive shall be forgiven. I tell you, the Holy Spirit is not only with us, the Holy Spirit is in us. I will show you hidden things, oh yes, about the kingdom of God. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Things that you have not known. We have prayed the Our Father for years, and we have not known the reality that the kingdom should be coming on earth as it is in heaven, that his will would be done on earth as it is in heaven. Call to me, and I will answer you who you're calling upon today. His name is Jesus. Don't be stuck in your gloom. Don't be stuck in your gloom. I will answer you. You say, I've been asking. Well, keep on asking, because God says, call to me, and I will answer you. I will tell you great and hidden things. Oh, yes, great and hidden things. That there's healing in the blood of Jesus. There's healing in the blood of Jesus. There's deliverance in the blood of Jesus. Oh, yes, it's all about the blood. We should know it's all about the blood. It's been hidden. We have preachers preaching, but they don't preach the blood. And yet the blood is hidden to them. And I don't want it to be hidden to us. It is by his blood we are saved. It is by his blood we are healed. It is by his blood that we are known to him. Call to me. I will answer you. Not I might answer you. Not I, I'll think about it. I will answer you. And I will tell you great and hidden things which you have not yet known. Jesus tells his apostles in the 15th chapter of John, if you abide in me, and my words abide in you, ask whatever you will, and it shall be done for you. 
before the broadcast, I asked Father, what does abide mean? He said it means to stay, to stay with the Lord, to dwell in his presence. Have we just dwelled in the presence? In the book of James, James tells us we do not receive because we do not ask. The Lord wants us to ask for the desires of our heart, and he wants us to release it upon earth. Who is preaching the power of God, that you have the manifest power of God within you, that through the Holy Spirit you are more than a conqueror, that you were created to be a holder of the, just a container of the Holy Spirit, that when Jesus was on the cross, he drew heaven to earth and earth to heaven, and now you are the dwelling place to release the kingdom of God on earth as it is in heaven. Today is the Wednesday after Ash Wednesday. Father, tell them about the Wednesday after Ash Wednesday one year ago. Last year I said we have a prayer meeting, but not until the Wednesday after Ash Wednesday. I was reluctant to start something new and asked that Wednesday came, and this is... Not the same Wednesday. Five months before. Oh, I said it's five months before. And you know what happens with time. Time flies. It happened. And we started the prayer meeting. And the Holy Spirit shows up. And he heals people. He blesses people. He converts people. How we need to be converted. How we need to be blessed. How we need to know that God loves us. Kathy Tierney told me the first time she ever heard Jesus loves you, she was an adult, and I just spoke it from my lips. Kathy, Jesus loves you. Kathy was going through a very difficult time, and you know what? I told her it was going to end, and I said, not in heaven. It's going to end on earth, and Kathy does the will of God. She goes and does God's will. Thank you, Jesus, for Kathy Tierney. Thank you that she comes on a Wednesday night. Thank you that you love her. Thank you that you're pouring your spirit out upon her. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, Kathy, she glows with the power of God. She goes out to Methadone Mile, the homeless. She feeds them with food, but really she feeds them with the Holy Spirit. Because the only thing that's lacking in this world is love. The only thing that's lacking in this world is Jesus. When someone receives Jesus, and Jesus provides the rest for them. Tonight, we're in Miami, but the glory meeting goes on. Lisa Palmieri's going to be there. Father Matt's going to be there. Father Joseph's going to be there. It's going to be an inner healing night. Go. It starts at 7 o'clock. Lisa is a wonderful minister. She's actually coming from Florida to do this night, and it's going to be a night of inner healing a night of God's glory. I can't recommend that you go any more than I am. So, Father, just pour forth your spirit, pour the love of your glory upon this broadcast, upon everyone listening. Let the light of Christ shine forth in your life. You know, at these glory meetings, we've seen people transfigured. And that's ultimately what Jesus wants to do with your life. Because everything we read in the Bible... Jesus is now living his life through you. As Jesus was transfigured on the Mount Tabor and he glowed, and he glowed with a Taboric light, God has that for you today. God wants your spirit man to just be so 
enlightened by the light and the power of God that it, it burns through your flesh and you can see in people's eyes. You know, when people have been activated by the Holy Spirit, you can see it in their eyes. The eyes are the lamp. And you can see their eyes just glowing with the power of God. But the thing is, is God has that for you. That is your inheritance. You know, when we receive Jesus, we get the Father's inheritance. And it's not only peace. It's not only we get to go to heaven when we die. But we begin to partake with the divine life, with Jesus' divine nature here on earth. That we begin to enter into the life of eternity as we receive Jesus as our Savior, as we ask Jesus to come into our heart and to rule in our lives. You know, we want Jesus as a Savior, but you need him as a king. And Jesus needs to set up his throne on your heart. Is Jesus the king of your life? Because when Jesus is the king of your life, and it's no longer I who live, but Jesus Christ who lives his life through you, then guess what? Jesus aligns your step. Jesus floods you with heaven. Father, we ask for divine infusions of heaven, that as you open yourself up to the Holy Spirit, heaven is divinely infusing you. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. And when the light of Christ comes in you, it comes with the DNA of heaven, the blueprint of heaven, the healing of heaven, all the characteristics of heaven. Jesus infuses his joy into you. Jesus tells you, my peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Asking you may receive that your joy may be full because Jesus, he's giving you his peace. He's giving you his joy. It's nothing you need to work up on your own. You just say, Holy Spirit, I surrender my life to you. Holy Spirit, I open up every avenue that I can receive you. Jesus, come be the king of my life. And Jesus starts to infuse his divine life in you. Do you want to have be infused by Jesus' divine life? You've got to open to the Holy Spirit. But, Father, why are people afraid of the Holy Spirit? I believe people are afraid of the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit leads to Calvary. And people do not want to die to themselves. I believe that. And there are so many people that says, well, the Holy Spirit was for them when the apostles came. And now we have the church. Without the Holy Spirit, there's no church. There's no church without the Holy Spirit. It's just the reality. Father Randall wrote a book, No Spirit, No Church. No Spirit, No Church. Jesus said, ask and you will receive and so prove to be my disciples. Are you a disciple of Jesus? Do you sit at his feet? Oh, yes, we remember Mary as she sat at the feet of Jesus. She was a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. Martha was busy about many things. But Martha herself, she, was no, she had no flies on her. She said in the 11th chapter of St. John, I have come to believe that you are the Christ, the Son of the living God, the same profession of faith that Peter gave on the hill. So this is real. Ask and you shall receive, and so prove to be my disciple. Are you asking? You say, I've been asking for a long time. Will you continue to ask? Are you knocking? I've been knocking a long time. Continue to knock. Are you seeking? Continue to seek. 
and you shall prove to be my disciples. I want and I am a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. I am a disciple at his feet. Just with anything that he wants me to have, I'll get. Anything that he wants me to have, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. This is what God wants us to have, that the kingdom come and the will of God be done on earth as it is in heaven. And no one is depressed in heaven today. They're all having a good day. They're having a wonderful day. They're all filled with the glory of God. They're all filled with joy. That's what God wants to do in us. Fill us with the glory of God. Fill us with joy because it's on earth as it is in heaven. No one preached that. We've prayed the Our Father for 2,000 years. I've never heard that be preached until recently. And that's real. On earth as it is in heaven, that the will of God would come true. On earth as the will of God. On earth as it is in heaven. <clears throat> the things that are happening in heaven would happen on earth. Healing should be common in our services, not something that's uncommon, not something that only a few people get. Healing should be common in our services. Why? Because Jesus has given us the Holy Spirit. He said, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria throughout the ends of the earth. Do you have the power of God? It's available. It's available. Ask the Holy Spirit to just baptize you. Jesus, baptized them in the Holy Spirit. Just baptize them in the Holy Spirit, that they would not only have the Holy Spirit, but that the Holy Spirit would have them. Amen. When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. But he will not speak on his own authority. But whatever he hears the Father saying, he will speak. And he will declare to you things that are to come. See, this is how it works. The Holy Spirit is within you, and it hears from heaven. And it releases heaven through you. You know, we have authority on the earth. When God created Adam and Eve, he gave Adam and Eve total dominion and authority over the weather, over everything upon this earth. When we sinned, we lost that authority. But then we lived by the old covenant, but then we saw Jesus come. And Jesus reestablished his authority. And through the Holy Spirit, he gave it back to us. So you will receive power. You will receive authority. You speak to your sickness. You speak to your anxiety. You speak to your depression. You speak to whatever's going on in your life. And in Jesus' name, I cast it out. In Jesus' name, I call the kingdom of God down upon your life right now. In Jesus' name, I release the light of Christ that drives out all darkness. You know, God wants to be intimate with you. Jesus wants to be your companion and your friend. Jesus created the human race. He created you for himself. He created you for companionship, for friendship. And Jesus wants to be our friend, but it's do we want to be his friend? And we can say we want to be his friend, but we prove it by our actions. You know, we prove our love by obedience. We prove our love by surrender. And it's hard to surrender to God, to give up control. You know, the devil, he wants to control everything. And when we have those strongholds in our life where 
we feel like we need to control, and we if we don't control, something bad's going to happen. It's not of the Lord. It's in giving up our will and controlling. You know, in heaven, when the Lord, when the Father tells the angels to be released to go do something on the earth, there's no pull two ways. Like, oh, I, I want to do it, but I have anxiety. They just move. They just move forward in the power of God. And God wants to release this life to us. But in Lent, it's a practice because we need to die to ourselves to live. In dying, only then can we be resurrected. And when we die to ourselves, only then can be, we, we, we be resurrected. And, you know, sometimes God may put you in uncomfortable situations, but it's a grace for your soul. Yesterday, I went over to the college at University of Miami, and I said, Lord, use me. And I was sitting there, and you know what? I didn't want to talk to anyone, and I just started praying my rosary and doing whatever. But as I prayed the rosary, the Lord led me, and I walked by this. I walked by a football player, and I just had a thought in my head that he is homesick. Did I want to say this to him? No, but did I? I said, you know, the Lord, the Lord knows you're homesick, my friend, and he has a plan, and he stopped in his track. He told me he was a freshman. He had just got to the school. He gave his life to the Lord. We prayed the power of God flooded over him, the grace of God. And after that, a little more part of me was dead to myself. And the kingdom of God was released. And then the thing about it is once you step out once, you start to catch fire. And the things become easier and easier. The thing about it is God doesn't anoint the call. No, he doesn't call the anointed. He anoints the call. He just waits for us to step out into faith. So, God, we just pray, Lord, a divine. I just see the Lord infusing you with his divine nature. And he's just saying, my son, my daughter, it's just about receiving. Salvation is a present. On the cross, Jesus said, it is finished because it is finished. And now we need to receive. But we have areas of blockages in our lives. And a lot of the blockages come because we want to be in control. A lot of the blockages come because we're not able to be freed of our past because we're living in a cycle that, of strongholds, that we're living from our woundedness of a child, of things that have happened to us. Jesus, he's laughing. He's saying, he's not laughing at you. He's laughing because it's finished. And he's saying, just let it go. Just let it go today. And what we want to ask for is the fire of God. Because in the fire of God, it burns out everything of this earth. The fire of God is what divinizes us. The fire of God is what places you into this divine life. So just pray with me. Say, Father, I ask for the fire of God and the baptism of fire. You know, John the Baptist said, Jesus, he will come and baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Jesus left out the fire part. But with the baptism of the Holy Spirit comes the fire. And Lord, I just pray that you just baptize everyone in your fire like you baptized me so that they can enter in their true inheritance. And that is the divine life that Jesus has for you on this earth. That if you knew how big a role you played in the plan that Jesus has for you on this earth, you would never have one more anxiety, pain, or doubt. For I know the plans I have for you plans for a future and a hope and just let the holy spirit blow into your future get to where the holy spirit is go to saint john the baptist tonight it's seven o'clock 
and let the fire of God consume you. Praise God, how we need the fire of God, how the church needs the fire of God, how the priests need the fire of God, how I need the fire of God. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, that's what I need, more fire, more fire to proclaim, to love, to reach out. Oh, yes, it's all about proclaiming, loving, reaching out. It's faith working through love. Oh, yes, how we need to work through love. If you're really saved, it's faith working through love. Jesus said, when I was thirsty, you gave me the drink. When I was hungry, you gave me food. When I was in prison, you came to visit me. Faith working through love. Oh, yes, we have to have these acts of love because if we don't, we're just perishing. You say, but I'm in the hospital. I can't go out to feed Jesus in the poor. But you can pray. You can pray that the poor will be fed, that the poor would have drink, that the poor would experience the love of God. There's something for everybody. There's something for everybody. We need to exhaust all the things that we need to have at our disposal. Prayer is the most powerful thing. I was talking today to a woman in Connecticut, and she is going to have an x-ray on her chest. And I prayed in the name of Jesus that there be no cancer, that there be no cancer. They took out all the cancer, but she's having another x-ray on her chest. These are the things that come, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Call to me, Lord Jesus Christ, and I will answer you. Thank you, Lord Jesus Christ, for answering our prayer. And so we prove to be your disciples. And I will tell you great and hidden things. Oh, yes, hidden things. The Our Father has been hidden to us on earth as it is in heaven. That's been hidden to us. And Jesus said, signs like these shall follow those who believe. They shall lay hands upon the sick, and they shall be healed. That's been hidden from us. We need to lay hands upon the sick. I cannot make anybody better, but I can lay hands upon the sick and believe that God will do it because he said I'll do it. When you lay hands upon the sick, people will be healed. You see, these are the things that have been hidden, and they're right in the Scripture. But we don't believe it. We read, oh, that was nice then. No, it's nice now. It's not only nice then. God and Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Do you know that today? There is no change in the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Do you know that today? Which means you can lay hands upon the sick, and they'll be healed. You can pray for the sick, and they'll be healed. This is the will of God, and it has been hidden from us. People for years, for thousands of years, it's been hidden from us. We think, well, I've got to suffer. I'm going to tell you, even in your suffering, ask to be be freed from suffering. Be freed from suffering. 
But if you're not afraid to offer it up and ask God to use it through the passion of Jesus, yes, I don't believe that God wants us to suffer. I don't believe that we are called to suffer. I believe we are called to speak his word in the name of Jesus. I believe that we are called to know that he answers us. I believe we are called to see great and wonderful things which have been hidden and that will be made known. And be made known. The Lord wants to make plans and secret things of heaven known to you. And you know it's all about grace. First, God infuses us the grace and the desire of our heart to want something. And then he gives us the grace to comply with it. We need to desire the power of God. We need to desire the Holy Spirit. We need to desire the presence of God. If we don't desire it and comply with that desire, God, he will not give it to you. It's not by measure that he gives his spirit. Father, I pray that we have the desire to ask for the spirit unmeasurably, Lord, that we're not fearful of the Holy Spirit. We're not fearful of the power of God. We're not fearful of the wonderful things that you have in store for our lives, more than you could ever ask, think, or imagine. Father, we ask for your divine will to come reign on this earth, for the power of God, for heaven to come upon everyone listening, that the Lord is just giving you day by day, moment by moment, second by second, opportunity to grow to draw closer to his son, to be attentive to Jesus in everything, that Jesus is always working in your life. He, his angels are always going forth to touch your life, to bring you more and more into the realms of glory. So, Lord, as your word goes forth today, Jesus, I thank you for you, that God has let us speak to you today, that God loves you as if you were the only person in this world, that God has a plan and a purpose for you today. And it's not about doing, it's about being. But in being and abiding and dwelling with the Lord, his divine life infuses him, sets us ablaze, and then we can't help but to go out and to proclaim his goodness. God bless you. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season. Oh.